0: You're welcome to Mountain Springs Church Podcast, a podcast that brings you life giving teachings and sermons from our church leadership. We hope that as you listen, you will be blessed and edified in your walk with Jesus Christ. And now, stay tuned as we bring you the teaching for today. Hello, everyone. This is Clara Dugbro, and I pastor Mountain Springs Church with my husband, Fidelis. Uh, Fidelis has been talking a little bit about the idea of relationship versus religion um, on our Mountain Springs Church podcast. And today I just want to hone in on the idea of relationship a little bit and specifically focus on intimacy, which is one of our core values as a church. So growing up as a child in uh, my elementary school in Nigeria, we always said the benediction at the end of a school day, and it went something like this, "The gr- may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest and abide with us now and forevermore. Amen. And then we go into the end of um, Psalm 23, surely goodness and mercy. And this was a secular primary school by the way, but. We grew up hearing that, saying that, and wow, how that has shaped us, I I really cannot even tell, but I can tell you it has had an impact on my life growing up. And recently, I've just been thinking about that idea of the things we said. And that benediction actually comes from 2 Corinthians 13, verse 12. And although it doesn't add the word sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, but the rest of the scripture is true it is the grace of the lord jesus christ the love of god and the fellowship of the spirit paul was praying for the corinthians that they will experience all of this and i want to start there as i begin to explore this whole idea of intimacy with the lord now um knowing me for all of you who know me as a as a worship artist also i could probably do this entire preach in a series of medleys and precious hymns when i think about intimacy with the lord jesus such as uh, that uh, old hymn that mother theresa loved also friendship with jesus fellowship divine you know um just walking with the Lord is is such a privilege and it's something I say often and I sing often. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Jesus, when he was speaking to his disciples a uh, few days before he, he was gonna leave, he says, I will not leave you comfortless. He said to them, and he said he will send the Holy Spirit to them to be with the disciples. I'm just going to read from John 14, 16 to 18. and, And I pick up the conversation from where Jesus was talking to his disciples about having another advocate, a person like him. That's what that Greek word means. Like another like me, you know? And so he says here from, um, Verse sixteen it says, "And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another Comforter, and the word Comforter uh, is counselor, helper, intercessor, advocate, strengthener, and stand by, that He may remain with you forever." You know, I I am a lover of the Word and. What blows my mind away every time is just how intentional every word that it's documented is. And it says, comforter, you know, this is the person of the Holy spirit to us. And the intention Jesus had in mind is that he will be our counselor, our helper, our intercessor, our advocate, our strengthener and standby. I like to say, or think of the word standby as whatever else you need him to be, he can be to you. That he may remain with you forever. You know, God doesn't mean words. When he says forever, he means forever. The spirit of truth, I'm at verse 17. Now, whom the world cannot receive, that is welcome, take to its heart because it does not see him or know and recognize him. I can just stop right there. Obviously, the world does not see and recognize the Holy Spirit, and so the world will not receive him. And sadly, some of that is creeping into the church today. And for many reasons, people feel like, oh, I'll just stay away from all matters concerning the Holy Spirit, but he is a divine promise and such a precious gift to us from from the Lord Jesus, because he knows how hard it is to do life on your own here on earth. And he says, no, I will not leave you without comfort, without help, without counsel, without an intercessor, without strength, and whatever else you need him to be. I will give you another comforter and he will remain with you forever and then verse 18 I pick up this up from verse 18 where it says I will not leave you as orphans Wow being an actual orphan that scripture that verse m- means the world to me because I'm not alone I'm not comfortless. I'm not desolate. I'm not bereaved, forlorn, or helpless. I'm reading all those words from the Amplified Bible. In this world, I know that I have help. I have support. I have the presence of the Holy Spirit in my world and says, I will come back to you. So this just... I don't know what that does for you, but for me, the whole idea of what we have with the Holy Spirit, it's so beautiful and it's such a privilege and a precious gift to us that we as a community want to encourage everyone that is part of our community and under the influence of our podcasts and our ministry to take advantage of what the Holy Spirit is in your life. Enjoy that fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Now, fellowship. When we speak of the word fellowship there, that word comes from a Greek word meaning koinonia. Now, for the Greeks in the house, I'm sorry if I'm butchering that pronunciation, but it is an interesting word because it has several connotations. And I'm just going to speak about two of those today. One of them is intimacy, which this whole discussion is about. And secondly, it is participation, like our daughters participating in everything that we have just by reason of being our kids, right? So in the same way, when we read that verse of scripture from second Corinthians. And it says the participation, the fellowship with the spirit is talking about intimacy and sharing in all that the Holy Spirit is. Oh, wow. Um, I think that's huge. And um, even I am taking some time to unpack that in my mind just what God has in store for us, what God has in mind for us as people who belong to him. For sure, we're not helpless and or hopeless in this world. And as the scripture says in in John, as we just read, we have a hard time believing or accepting those realities because it's not what we can see We cannot recognize it. We can't, it's not something we can perceive with our five senses, right? We want things that are tangible, but these promises are real, even if we cannot see them with our natural senses, right? God is with us and the Holy Spirit is in us and he will be with us forever. So question to you guys. What are you doing with the presence of God in you? We are living in the promise that was given to the Old Testament saints. As holy as some of them lived, they never ever had the privilege of God being with them forever and in them forever. But we do. We do. We do. So question to you, how are you leveraging God with you And in you right well I can tell you that it is a lifetime journey and I am also growing in this journey and I'm inviting everyone that is listening to me today or watching this to join me on that journey of participating with the Holy Spirit enjoying Intimacy with God because we have His presence. He's everything we need and more. So why not? Why not? Let us enjoy that precious gift of the Holy Spirit. You know, um, in church in Nigeria, we used to sing the song, um, and it goes something along the lines of Something more than gold. The Spirit of God in the heart of man is something more than gold. Wow wow, 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 how true is that? How true. That person who wrote that song must have had such a revelation of what the Holy Spirit is to us and and what his presence in our life does for us. And what a blessing it is to have the presence of God with us and for us every day of our lives. We don't have to leave ever, no matter what blows, life deals us, right? We know that we have hope, we have help, we have strength. Wow, what a blessing. So if you're like me, you're probably thinking, okay, so I get that, that the Holy Spirit is here with us, and the presence of the Holy Spirit is... meant for us to enjoy that intimacy with him and all that he is and all that he has you know um the bible talks in galatians about the fruit of the spirit i mean the holy spirit is such a gift to us and he is our helper now what do you do how do you begin to enjoy this participation with the holy spirit and living in the daily reality of his presence his abiding presence in us forever one is awareness so you've probably heard this before but i'm hoping i'm praying today that as you hear these words that it sinks from your head to your heart you know where there is a place of understanding and becomes a truth that you live your life upon on the basis of right so awareness going back to john 14 verse 17 the scripture says we know him and we recognize him you know do you know him know him do you truly feel like you know him or you've just been embroiled in religious activities all your life um, recently, we had uh, a dear young lady living with us for a while, and I remember having conversations with her. And one of the things she said in in one of those many conversations is that, you know, what I've been a Christian all my life, but I'm just beginning to feel like I'm actually getting to know Jesus now. And I, I think it's the the it, the the it's true for many people out there, you know, they've been in church all their lives, going in and out, doing all their religious observations, including perhaps even having quiet times, but they don't feel like they know God. They don't feel like they know Jesus any better. But he says that we know him and we recognize him. You know, today we are bombarded with so much, so much information. We are no doubt in the age of information. And there's so much out there. There's podcasts and all of those things. As we consume podcasts and information and read blogs, whatever it is that we're getting our knowledge from, remember that. It should be serving these two things for you. One, helping you know the Lord Jesus better. And two, knowing your identity in relation to all he has done. And as Fidel mentioned, Christianity is purely relational. Each day, we should be aiming to know the Lord and know who we are in him a little more. You know, the word here, used for know in John 14, 17 is ginosko in Greek, which means to know in a wide variety of applications, to feel, to be known, to perceive, to understand, you know, know the Lord people, know and recognize him, and then dwell. So first of all, there's awareness. We know him. We really know him, not just about him, But we know him, we know his voice, we know his ethos, we know what makes him sick, you know, we know the Lord. People, you know, you know the facts all about them, what their, their likes, their dislikes, their hobbies, and what they're up to. We, as a people, need to get to know the Lord. Again, second thing is dwell. Now, remember in verse 17, it says that, the Holy Spirit lives in us and dwells in us constantly, as the Amplified Version puts it. We also need to be reciprocal, right? It shouldn't be a one-sided relationship here. We also need to be people who abide with the Holy Spirit, abide in God's presence. Um, Someone may be discouraged by me saying abide, you know, just, stay there, dwell, you know, because we have only 24 hours in the day. And with our busy, busy schedule, it is practically impossible to just stay there and dwell, you know, just, just dwell. Well, that's not exactly what I mean, because again, growing up in a very highly religious environment, I know and have been around, and I have been one of those who spend hours and hours and hours in devotion and you see no fruit on the other side of it because it is done as a tick in the box exercise, not as something that your soul is panting for. Like the Bible says in Psalm 40, "After the dear pants for the water. So my soul longs after thee. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Is your time with the Lord something that your soul longs after? Is it something like, as the Psalmist puts it, as the deer longs for the waters, my soul longs after you. Is there something in you that when you have not been with the Lord, praying however however you do that, you know, for a while, you feel this tug, you feel this pull in your heart, like, oh, I feel dry, I feel empty, I need to go, I need to go spend some time with Jesus. If that isn't you, not to condemn you, might be an indication that your activities has been have been more part of your religious observance than something that is life-giving to you. And let me just say that even if that's where you are at, it is still beneficial. It is beneficial to your soul to do everything that you do that's part of being a Christian. But hey, there is so much more. There's so much more. You can be the person that your heart longs after God. You know, Job says uh, that he desires um, God's presence, and this is me paraphrasing more than is necessary food. Each time I read that, I'm like you old Testament man, how, how can it be so for you? And I am lagging behind. I am challenged and I'm like, God, help me want you more than my necessary meals. Right? Help me really desire your presence. And you know what? He does answer those prayers, right? So, Back to the idea of dwelling, you know, and and making that work practically. So I just uh, um, established, and, and that's where I was going with talking about people doing it for the sake of doing it and not getting what they should be getting out of it because they're doing it for the sake of doing it or for whatever other reasons they do it, right? It has nothing to do with the duration, but the posterior of your heart. Now I'm going to say that again, dwelling has more to do with the posterior of your heart than the duration. Now I know there was this movement about the one hour um, each day. Um, I mean, it did spread over all the way to West Africa and Nigeria um, in the nineties or early two thousands and all of that. And yes, it is helpful. It is beneficial to spend one hour in prayers and devotion every day. But I tell you if that one hour is not connecting you with the Lord review that hour, right? It is the posture of your heart, much more than the duration, you know? Um, I'm sure everyone that's a part of Mountain Springs Church has heard me say this over and over again. One of my favorite songs, all-time favorite songs is the song by Matt Redman, Here For You. Oh, I love that song. Now, I love one line in particular in that song. And it says, to you my heart is open, nothing here is heeding. You are my one desire you know i have songwriter mv and i'm like why did i not write that song it's so deep that line but it's so true you know and each time i i sing that song either in my private worship space or leading it you know i am i'm reminded about how intentional we have to be to live open-hearted before the lord where Nothing here is heating. Wow, that's a deal. Because if you're anything like me, there are days that you go to God heavy hearted and with the weight of the world and, or your mess, right? You just messed up and you avoid all of those topics and you just go on and like, I worship you. You're great. You're amazing God, you know? And you don't talk about the obvious things that brought you there. You know, I had to catch myself one of those times when I was doing that. And I'm like, hey, Claire, he's he's right there. He can see everything that you're struggling with and dealing with and worried about. Just share it with him, you know. And that's where intimacy grows, where you are open, 100% open and honest, 100% honest with the Lord. And guys, I encourage you to be that. It takes commitment. It takes a decision that, you know what? I'm going to be with this way with the Lord. I'm going to be 100% vulnerable with him. I'm going to tell him as it is. I'm not going to be religious and like, oh, he can't hear this. This is just this is too big or I should be hiding this away from him. No, tell him, tell him, commit to living and walking before the Lord in the light with your mess and all and your weaknesses, frailties, whatever they are. He has grand shoulders. He can, he can, he can carry it, carry you. He can take it, you know, Share everything with him. You know, the Bible says in 1 Peter 5, verse 7, it says, cast all your cares, all, all, not some, not a few, all your cares on the Lord for he cares for you. And, and I can just pause here and tell you, if you commit to living vulnerably before the Lord, where like Matt Redman sings, To him, your heart is open and nothing there is hidden. Your relationship with God will grow in leaps and bounds. And your Christianity, your experience of Christianity transforms from religion, no matter what denomination you attend, to a personal relationship that no one can take away from you so i encourage you today practice inviting him into every space now that's the first thing and i'm just reiterating here i'm talking about how do we practically dwell and abide with the lord thank you for listening to today's teaching we hope you were blessed and are refreshed as you listened if you're considering supporting Mountain Springs Church in any way by giving, prayers, or being a part of our launch team, please contact us at infomountainspringschurch.ca at or follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Mountain Springs Church CA. Thank you for listening today and God bless you.